Now, it's a little bit different tonight. When I'm in Rwanda, Eric takes half of my preaching time. Every time I stand up the priest, he takes half of it because he's interpreting me. But tonight, I'm just going to take a couple of minutes to explain who Eric is and our relationship. And when I go to Rwanda, he runs around looking after me. And since he's been in our house, I'm running around looking after him. And you know, we've got to learn to serve, haven't we? We can all receive, but we all got to serve. I first met Eric in 2015 in a conference in Kigali that I had organized. He was asked to be my interpreter. At that time, I was working with Bishop Tom Okello, some of you remember him, and a team from Uganda. Later on, a few, couple of years later, a border dispute between Rwanda and Uganda meant they would not let them pass, one to the other. And so I asked Eric if he would start organizing conferences in Rwanda. And he has done that faithfully for several years, and most recently he was November last year. He's married to Immaculate. His wife's called Immaculate. He has three children. He ministers in many churches of various denominations. He is the national coordinator for an American pastor training program, and he speaks four languages. He has many contacts in Rwanda and beyond, and he translates the teaching I send out twice a month to hundreds of church leaders. They get the teaching, and it's helping them. He helped coordinate relief aid that we sent out during COVID-19. He's in good standing with local government officials and was able to obtain the necessary travel permits to distribute the aid when the country was in a severe lockdown. He's my spiritual son. He's a giver and completely trustworthy. He's hard to scold when he doesn't do it exactly the way I want him to do it and when he's late because I love him, <laughs> you know? And uh, he is here primarily to minister to you God's word, all right? Not to spend most of his time asking for money. However, I just want to very briefly highlight three areas we work together in in Rwanda and trust that both individuals and even as a church, you may want to invest in Rwanda. First of all, in the leadership conferences. Through this ministry, we are raising the standard of preaching and pastoral care and integrity. Not through conformity, but by teaching leaders how to teach and preach the Bible, not their own ideas. And you'd be surprised how many wonderful ideas are circulating in Africa, as many as over here. So that's firstly conferences, and that's what I started in. And then, because of COVID, many had businesses which were devastated, and they had to use capital to keep their business going to survive. And we started thinking about how to help people or provide for their personal family needs, children's education, how to restart their businesses. And we began to think about a startup loan scheme. After being carefully vetted, they are given $300 to trade with. Every three months, they pay $20 like an interest, which is used back in Rwanda. Originally, our goal was for 15. Now we have 50. 50 startup loans are operating, and that's affecting hundreds of people. But we're looking for 60. Hallelujah. How many will believe with us for 60? Put your hand up. Eric, see all the hands here. They're coming. It's coming. The loans are coming. Hallelujah. Last November... 
60% of the conference costs, that's the fuel accommodation, the PA for the open airs, the meals, etc., was covered by the interest on these startup loans. The next conference we hold, when I go back to Rwanda, there'll be two or three conferences and open airs. The next one we believe will be 100% funded in Rwanda. I had that goal years ago. I talked to Eric about it. I'm believing God. And we're going to see that realize that Rwanda is paying for Rwanda. Hallelujah. That's a good goal, isn't it? Hallelujah. And out of that increase, we expect to fund two or three more loans to add to the total year by year. Third thing that Eric has highlighted is Bibles. Often a rural community church has no Bible anywhere in that community. Maybe just a New Testament. Sometimes the pastor must borrow a Bible to do his ministry preparation and preaching. Open-air evangelism in these communities is bearing much fruit. New converts need God's Word. Smartphones are the exception, not the rule. You get a smartphone, you can download the whole Bible, Kinyarwandan Bible, in a flash. But many of them do not have that. They just have a simple phone that will give messages and calls. The Bible Society can get Bibles printed in Singapore for about $10 each, provided you buy in bulk. Local printing is not available in Rwanda. So we can't get them printed locally. They have to go through the Bible Society and get them in. So that's another area we are hoping to be able to start providing meet needs there. If any of these three areas touch your heart and you want to help, you can see me after the service or see your church leadership, how you can do that. I mention these three things is because it could well be there'll be a move, there's going to be a move of the Spirit and Eric may not get opportunity to mention some of these things at the end because he'll be ministering to needs. And I want to make sure that you know where we come from, what we're doing, how we're working together. We have made a difference. We are making a difference. We will make a greater difference. with you. Eric, my brother, come up here. We've ministered many times. He has a great heart. He has a great heart for people. He has a great love for people. And you've given him a wonderful welcome. So now he's going to teach you the word of God. Get ready. Who's in receiving mode? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, it's not easy to speak after Norman and after uh, Rob and Dan but I will try my best. Hallelujah. My name is Eric Vishimo. Vishimo means happy. I'm from Rwanda. So uh, my English sometimes is a third language for me, but you understand my accent. I will try to go slowly so that you can hear me. Uh, I will try. If you don't hear, please come back again. <laughs> Amen. Uh, before uh, I did anything, I want to say thank you for Pastor and the church leader for allowing me to speak on your church. And thank you for the member of the church also to accept my, to share with you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And also, I also want to tell you that I'm married. As Normani said, I have a wonderful family. God has blessed us with three children, two boys, one girl. My wife's name is Immaculate. My firstborn is Joshua, Eleanor, and Jaden. That's we minister in Rwanda. We share the ministry together with my wife. We have a church where we work together with my pastor and 
other church leaders. We have church with many <laughs> African. There are many. There are like 400 or 500 in the church. They are huge congregation. Uh, we would love to invite you guys before I start. I wish I can take you all and then just go there. <laughs> and they scattered you in the villages in Rwanda and then you do work. <laughs> Amen. So uh, when we were praying, when we were worshiping, I just had, I have my message prepared. But when we were there, <laughs> Singing. I'm just going to share what is in my heart right now. While I was praising and worship, I was just caught the verse in Matthew 16, uh, 16 verse 18, where Jesus was walking and he just turned to the disciple. He asked them, How do people call me? <laughs> he asked that question, How do people call me outside here? And then some, the, the one, it seems like everyone has the answer. They would just say, some say you are just one of prophets. <laughs> and some just raise a hand and they say, you are Jeremiah. And the others say, you are one, uh, you are Elijah. And how about you? <laughs> he came again. How about you, you people of uh, uh, Plymouth? How about you? It's going to be like, how do you call me? And then uh, Peter just raised a hand before others and they say, You are the Christ, the Messiah. And then Jesus was amazed there and I say, I it's not you, Peter. It's my father who be, who revealed to you, to me. And then he say, Because of him, you just reveal, I'm gonna build my church on my church. Jesus said, I'm going to build my church. And the church Jesus is going to build, it's different than the church Eric and the other pastors can build. Amen? I'm going to build a church. And that church I'm going to build, it will be the church which I will be the foundation. Hallelujah. Let me just ask you a favor. If I say hallelujah, just respond, say amen. That's how I'm used. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, hallelujah. Amen. Uh-huh. I will build my church. And the church Jesus is going to build, Jesus himself, he's the foundation. Amen. And then the church Jesus is going to build, he's also, he say, I am the head of the church. Can you understand? Can you imagine? Jesus said, I myself, I Jesus, I'm gonna build my church. And the church I'm going to build, I will be the foundation of that church. And then I will be the head of the church. I will think for the church. I will pray for the church. I will give myself to the church. Amen. The church I'm building. And he say again. It's not stuff there. I will be also the cornerstone. <laughs> Hallelujah. I will be the cornerstone of the church I, Jesus, am building. So they will just say, what is our part? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I say, no, it's not there. I am the head. I am the foundation. I am the cornerstone. I am also the message preached. In. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't forget. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Come on. <laughs> I'm fired up. <laughs> I feel the presence. Uh, there is one of the name of God. One is, is Jehovah Shama. The God is there. His presence is here. He's here. Amen. We can find that name. It's the last verse of Ezekiel and the last line. That's where you can find it. It's 49, I think, 38. There, God is there. He said that the church I'm building, 
The church, uh, Christ himself is building. It's, he is the head. He is the foundation. He is the cornerstone. He is the message. And he said, I'm not stopping there just being the message. I am also the light. <laughs> Amen. Uh, where things is no, isn't dark, uh, when you need the light, I will be the light. He's, he will be the light. Where you, think, where you have some certain circumstances, where you think it doesn't come through, where you think it doesn't be good, it seems you try this, you try this, and Jesus, he is the light to lighten the situation. Amen? Amen. And I say, I'm not just there. <laughs> I'm not there yet. He is the gate. <laughs> Hallelujah. He is not the head of the church alone. He is also the foundation. And he say, I am also the cornerstone. I am also <laughs> the message. Amen. I am also the light of the church. I am also the gate. Jesus as a gate. We enter all of us as in Jesus as a get. He said, I'm the way. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I was just feeling that message where I was. This is the, the church. Maybe this is the church Jesus is building this mountain. This is the church. The, he's, I may ask, where is my part? <laughs> He said, the church I'm building, the gates of the hell, will not prevail. The power of darkness, all kind of power of the darkness, cannot touch the church I am building. The empire, the Roman empire, cannot even touch. Those who are going to persuade or persecute the, the, the believers will not touch the church I'm building. Because I am the head, I am everything in the church I'm building. Hallelujah. He is. My part is, I am just a partner. I partner, I am a manager. We manage, we are steward, we work together with him in his church. Ah, he say, I am a good shepherd. <laughs> Hallelujah. I am a shepherd. Shepherd. He say, I am the shepherd of the church. Uh, in, in the leadership, he's the leader of the He's the bishop. He covers the church. <laughs> we follow our role. We may put our structure we may have a pastor then. We may have a pastor because he partner. He worked together with him. He's the manager. They manage the church of God. He is the head. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The gate of the hell. Don't be afraid. Amen. Pastor, don't be afraid. God will complete the work he started. Just that picture, I was just seeing that picture of the new building. He is a builder. <laughs> he is the builder. He can just cut. He's a good fisherman. He can fish the money. He can catch the money. I have seen this God. This, this God has worked alongside to us. God who has brought the people like Norman to Rwanda. They come, they found people in a bush. They found people where they don't know Jesus. They come and I start the open air. And the people get to know this God of the Bible. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> I thank God. Uh, who brought people like you? Who supports like normally you support different people? And you send the missionaries. And they came to reveal us. The God of the Bible. <laughs> Thank you so much. Today my message was, I'm sorry. I was prepared in Isaiah. <laughs> All morning I was in Isaiah. <laughs> and then the good thing pastor told me, just enjoy, help yourself. This is self-service now. 
we are south service now. Maybe you can sh- I can just share what I was writing here, but uh, I feel this was what God wants to this meeting. And, uh, the, the topic later I was looking was in Isaiah. I was going to be in Isaiah 40. 40. Isaiah 40. Verse 1. And then verse 2. Uh, and then I jump to verse 28 up to 31. I don't know if someone can read for me or I can read. Uh, start by verse 1, verse 2. Then you jump to 28, 29, 30. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Jump to Amen. 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 I was having a title here, the topic I can just talk about. Who are you waiting for to make a difference into your life? Who are you waiting to make difference into your life. Some people, they may wait if they have some colonel or general in their family, they are safe. They think they can cover things. Like us in Africa, if you have someone in the army, if you have someone, your uncle is some, having something, you may have a confidence and say, because I have an uncle who is the army, I may know the, the school fees is guaranteed, <laughs> like that. I may know miss something to eat because I have someone. Who are you waiting? Amen. Who are you waiting for to make a difference in your life? The Bible says comfort. <laughs> Amen. It comes twice and then it says, comfort my people and they say, and speak the tender word. And tell the people their warfare is complete. Tell the people the good word they want to hear. The people here need to hear the word, the tender word. And they need to hear that their warfare is done. The battle is not yours. Hallelujah. Comfort. Like a consolation. It's like complete comfort. I, I say again, this, uh, this verse, if you go back from chapter 1 of Isaiah up to 39, that's, there is many, many promises. There is many where God was talking to these people of Israel. He was rebuking them. He was promising them. He was telling them something. There was something. He was worried, and then he reached in the chapter 40, he gave them more comfort. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
They were passing through many, many challenges from chapter 1, chapter 2. I remember even in chapter 6, that's when even Isaiah himself, he said the day uh, the, when the king Hosea died, that's when I, Isaiah, I saw the Lord. That's when he took an upward journey. Where to seek the face of God. When he sees himself and he just, he saw God. When you saw God, you see yourself. You cannot see God like You see yourself. It's like a mirror. <laughs> Amen. It's like this. If I, if I want to see myself here, I see myself. I don't see others. I see my, myself. If you see God, you see yourself. And you do inner journey. Hallelujah. We need to do that. We need to seek God before I take out my blanket. Uh, as I cover here, when I'm sleeping here, I am covering. I don't know if you know a sambusa. <laughs> sambusa is like, it's you cover the, like it's some meat you cover and you wrap some meat in, a, in something you eat. <laughs> Me, I cover myself in a blanket like that. Because this call cry like Isaiah. He cried, I say, Oh, to me, I saw God. I am with unclean. I am I'm, I'm clean. I am unclean. I'm, have, I'm living even the people, among of the people who are also clean. They are unclean also. He just cried out. He started to cry, and then God took the. the the charcoal of the fire, <laughs> he touches to his lips. He was unclean. And God asked a question. <laughs> Amen. He asked a question. Who am I sent? Who can I send? Who can you go for us? Isaiah responded, here am I, send me. The problem, we have started the outward journey. <laughs> We didn't do upward journey and the inward journey. We started out. We have already gone. Since you are gone, make a disciple. <laughs> but we upset down. And when he reached in chapter 40, he said, Come for my people. You have passed through. There is many, many promises. There is many from chapter 40 up to chapter 66. That's where he was just share just the message of comfort. He said, comfort, comfort my people. Say to God, speak tender to Jerusalem and proclaim to her the, that their hardship service has been completed, that his sin has been paid, that she has received for the Lord, and the double of all. Can you imagine? Double portion. <laughs> double portion. Our sins have been forgiven. Double portion. Hallelujah. Do you not know? <laughs> Have you not heard? For those who are waiting for Jehovah, <laughs> hallelujah. For those who are waiting for the Lord, not who are waiting for their uncles, not who are waiting for their grandmother to be passed away, not those who are waiting something else, but for those who are waiting, say amen. <laughs> For those who are waiting for the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. The creator. The one who is omnipresent. One of uh, our God's attributes. Uh, he has many attributes, I can say. But there is some attributes he doesn't share to us. He is uh, omnipresent. He, he is omniscient. He is holy. <laughs> he is immutable. <laughs> he is omnipotent. But he is also love. Yeah. And he shares love <laughs> to us. 
We have love too. Hallelujah. That's God. The creator of heaven and the earth. He is Jehovah. We are waiting. He can give us. He can renew our strength. He's the one who renew. He just come to us. And he said, if you are weary, you can go and weary. But you can, you can also faint. But for those who are waiting for the Lord, they will fly. <laughs> Hallelujah. They will fly. Do you know how to fly? <laughs> they will have wings. <laughs> like eagles. You know eagle? When I say eagle, <laughs> uh, they fly like eagle. Where eagle can fly and break the... the that's for those who are waiting for the Lord. I, I want to say something also as I speak. I can share a little bit for what uh, God has done because we have been waiting for the Lord. Uh, because he was always a present help to us. He is always present help to us. In Psalm, uh, uh, in Psalm uh, 27, the Bible says, uh, He is the light, and He is the. Uh, the Lord is my light, <laughs> and He is my salvation, and He is my stronghold. He is enough to us. <laughs> Amen. When things was going not good, he was the light. When things we need to be rescued, we need to be the, the thing to be the salvation. If then the salvation is necessary, he is always there. And then when we want hide, he is our strong hold. During some time, we were just there uh, waiting. I don't know what to do. And I was uh, just getting... I married in 20, uh, 2014. Uh, no money shows up in 2000, 2015. And then I was just married in 2014 on August 2nd. And uh, the life was not easy for me. We were just getting married and then... Uh, our brother, friends from uh, another country called the Burundi, they were fled, fled to our country. They had some war going on during that time. And uh, I opened the house because they came to a uh, minister, so the house of the pastor. I opened the house. We welcome nine people in the house, which has two rooms. <laughs> And a living, a living room, but we had a kitchen outside, and uh, we go, we bought some mattress, and we bought some blankets, and then we have mattress hang, we put the mattress in one room like this, and uh, during the night, we move uh, the seat inside, then somewhere in the living room, and then the other was in the kitchen, that's also we put the mattress, and I was wondering what to do. And then we call upon the Lord in that house. That's when I was, I didn't have other activity. The income from the church was not enough. Nothing we could have to do. Also, the other family has also the people. And the government could not even control to help these people. And we prayed. I remember the prayer. Uh, the first time, the first day, we didn't have much even to feed them. The next day, to make firewood, to burn, to cook, we took one of the seeds, it was a wood. <laughs> we fired it, and then we cooked with one of the seeds. That was not easy. But for those who are waiting upon the Lord, we came and eat after eating. I just see 
uh, I saw my wife bringing a telephone to me, and I say, maybe you have a message. Someone was calling, you have a message. Then when I go to open the message, I found the message was uh, from a lady in the U.S. Uh, she's in America. I translated it for them. She said, Eric, it has been a while. <laughs> we didn't talk to you, and I heard you had a wedding. I missed your wedding. I have sent you a little gift. <laughs> so uh, the, the, you can check that's the number of the West Union. I took the message. I told my wife, maybe this food is coming. <laughs> the food is coming. Someone just sent the number and then the question so that I can go pick the money from the bank. While I was just walking <laughs> to the door, going, I met the landlord. <laughs> I just met the landlord with two kids. He said they are kids, they have been chased at school because of school fees, and you are late to pay <laughs> the rent. <laughs> so we came here so that we can collect the rent money so we can take the kid to school. And I told them, you, you may wait, my wife can just give a tea, I'm going to the bank to get money. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> I just woke out with that message, I went to the bank, when I whistled, I didn't know how much was the money. I found she sent 500. And then I was being able to pay the rent. And I just, I was even tell, why did you late? You, you came late. You, you should come early to collect your money. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was just joking, started to joke to him because I have Jehovah who provide. He is my provide. I can name him whatever name according to what he is done. He is what he done. Normally shows up and he starts to help us to organize the, the conferences and then he helped us to go to minister and then we pray together and God surprised. From that time, no more using, no more cooking with our seats. We, ha <laughs> we have turned our eyes upon to him. Not we move our thinking to people. We just go and say, we are going to be hungry here. You are going to be hungry because you dwell in us. And God is always providing. And I'm sure he will provide to you. And he is provider. And one of the names, here I listed some names of God. And the names of God here I found, I have many, Jehovah Roy. He is a Jehovah Roy when we need protection. Yeah. Hallelujah. When we need protection. I remember sometime one day we was driving to the jungle, going to Rusizi, and then our time we were in, held in the jungle <laughs> together with Norman. I say, what can I explain to Jenny that Norman is just being here? <laughs> In this, in this jungle, I couldn't know, but Jehovah Roy, he protected us. He is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. Sometimes you need a peace. In this evening, you may need peace. There's something which is not going well into your family, in your home, in your marriage, in your Finance, there's no peace. But we have a Jehovah. If you are waiting for the Lord, He will be your peace. He will feed. Because I took a Psalm 23. The Lord is Eric's. I put Eric's there. The Lord is Eric's shepherd. And Eric will lack nothing. 
He will take Eric quiet in the quiet in the flesh in a good pasture. I, I can, he took Eric in the valley into the valley. Ah, mercy <laughs> and kindness will follow Eric. This person, Jehovah Roy. The Lord is my healer. We can say Jehovah Rapha, who is Jehovah my healer. You may be sick. You may be having something which is not going well. But we have a God who heals all disease. He was beaten for all kinds of sickness. We have the healer. If you are waiting for the Lord, comfort your heart. <laughs> comfort your heart. Speak the tender word. Tell the people that today their warfare is completed. And their sin has been even forgiven a double portion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is, a, there is something I can say. Uh, we believe God. You can see why Norman was a share. I was remembering how uh, difficult it is uh, for the remote villages where we serve God. You may find uh, we go, we do the crusade, uh, open area conferences and crusade people came to know the Lord, and we do follow up for them, we help them, we baptize them. Now, I have a good trouble. <laughs> Do you know what I call good trouble? <laughs> Can you say good trouble? <laughs> I have a good trouble for those hundreds and hundreds of people who have been saved. They are now in different churches near to them, different denominations. They have welcomed. We give them the address, and the pastors are, following, are doing follow-up and teaching them. Now the good trouble I have, they are calling, Eric, we need Bible. We need Bible. Can you imagine with your, uh, your $10 can be the word of God for life for someone in his hand. You put the word of God on his table. <laughs> That's what he's going to eat. And I'm sure all, all of this word of God is inspired. Amen? And then when I open this in the morning, it doesn't smell bad. I don't know if your Bible smells bad. Mine... <laughs> When, when I open my Bible, it speaks to me, yeah. and it smells good, yeah. and it helps me, and it feeds me very much. We need to feed others with this. I, I know, I'm sure you, you too, can be, you cannot hold your noise when you open your... <laughs> we need... Almost like 2,000, 2,000 Bibles. <laughs> that was miraculously. We have a, a God who can supply. He's able to do above, exceedingly. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, there is something also he mentioned. I can share that's a testimony for a few we have uh, 50 now women in Stutterons, we have. The, all of them, they don't come from uh, uh, the same churches. They came from different places in Rwanda, and they came from different family background, and uh, some are widowers, some are vulnerable, uh, their family is like vulnerable. They came when you see actually he needs help to have that capital so he can just, you invest something to his life. 
so you can, the life is changing. What I'm seeing from African family, let me tell you, in one African family, you can find 11 or 13 kids. Yeah. I, I am like, why? You are still half a three. <laughs> I still have a three. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a scandal. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. Some like that. If you try even to teach them like a family planning, some they, they, stand, they stay hold about it. But we have to keep teaching them. And we can tell them, yes, God say we have to. <laughs> but you have to, do we have other? You cannot fill the world alone. <laughs> we need to fill alone <laughs> with others. <laughs> <laughs> so we are helping, there are 50 families, but there are more than 200 people in those families. So you see the life is changing. Those women, they work as in the co-op group of 15. They put their money, their capital together, and they go by on the wholesale, and they came, they found a good place where they can have a good customer, where they have a market. They use the client from the churches. There are churches that they come and then buy they are things, and the life is changing. They are sending their kids to school. They have something on table. They eat, and the life is changing. Also, they do rotate, visiting each family, even the neighbor's family. They are winning soul in those families. What you are doing, and what this guy, like Norman and the others who are supporting him, and helping us there, know that your money is safe and your money is doing what's supposed to be doing. And we are here to testify. I am the product <laughs> of that. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, a capital of $300 can help to change the life of a, a family. And that family can be your family. You can pray over. You can stay informed, up, keep updated, get any updating, any information that you want, we can provide. And then once you come to Rwanda, you can visit your family. Hallelujah. I am welcome everybody to think about out of the box. <laughs> Hallelujah for those who are waiting upon the Lord. I have learned something. Those who learn to hope in the Lord find the same kind of liberty in Him. He has, he has a way of helping us breaking, uh, the break free from the sight that bends us. He has a way of following us to soar above the difficulties of this life. We can fly <laughs> and fly above the difficulties of the life. I'm seeing my time is now gone, but let me share just a little testimony then I'm complete the message for today. Uh, I love the verse in the Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1, verse 3, where the Bible says, Blessed be the Lord, who have given us all kind of heavenly blessing. One of the blessings, he has chosen us before the foundation of the world. Amen. That's the kind of a blessing. Before I was born, before you were born, before the foundation of this world, you were in God's plan. You were there with God. When God came, when Jesus came, we came in Him. <laughs> we were in Him. 
we appear in him. We were, he was working, I and you, we were in him. He, he was beaten, I was beaten in him. He was crucified, I was crucified in him. He got even buried. He died and buried, I buried him. He rose, I rose in him. He is seated in heavenly places. I am seated with him. Hallelujah. Even if he ran, I ran with him. Where I'm going, I'm going in him. I cannot escape in him. <laughs> and he said, finally, be strong. Finally. You, they, can't be, they can't be finally before fast. There was a fast, all of this. And finally, be strong. I remember uh, we, are we have uh, challenges. We used to have a challenge to organize the conference. One of the major problems we have for these pastors, people like me or people like others, when they grow up, when they found uh, he was born again, he has to start. If he knows how to read, he's the one who is going to start to be a pastor or deacon. <laughs> That's when he came to the pulpit, he came just with a revelation. <laughs> he just here and I say, I got a revelation. He shared his opinion. He shared his ideas. But the importance of the conference and the training, they came, they train us uh, to be people of the word. <laughs> and now we are slaves of the word of God. We are slaves of scripture. We are no slaves of our opinion or our ideas. Our ideas can just is to entertain, just to bring the emotions. But the word of God plus nothing is enough. We thank God for the conferences the brother and the others does. And they have a trained the pastor now. We can see few pastors who are preaching the word of God, not their opinion. We are trying to sing. Even the government is requiring someone because it was mess. <laughs> Everyone was coming with their own revelation. He has come with his own interpretation. He, they don't have even the time to prepare the word of God. They don't know how to go, how to do the Bible expository, how to go to approach the Bible. But they come and teach us how to approach the Bible, how to go historically and grammatically. Also, we go literary. It's not, it was just something strange we learn. It took us time. It's another discipline they are teaching people to be a slave of the scripture. So where we can, our own word cannot help. They just be advice. But in Isaiah, hallelujah, <laughs> as I complete, in Isaiah, <laughs> As you go in that scripture, chapter 40, the Lord say, our God is greater than a nation. Amen. Amen. Our God is greater than the counsel of the men. Our God is greater than men. And our God is greater than creature. That's the God we are waiting for. Uh, nowadays, I have a Psalm 139, which is, uh, has touched my heart so much. When I go in this Psalm 139, the Bible says, O oh Lord, search me. Lord, search me and seize in me. If there is any iniquity, or any offensive ways. Remove it and try to me and try me and take me in everlasting way. 
So when I do that, there is a way I do. I go myself, I do cycle. And when I say cycle, you understand? I do a cycle, a little cycle, where I fit myself without immaculate, without kid, on my devotion, on my time, in my privacy. When I'm alone, I say, I draw just a cycle for me. And I ask God, oh God, search me and test me and seize in me. What God is seizing in me, there is an area God is touching in me. He scratch. There is, you know, scratching like this. Somewhere you have like a, a wound. For me, when he touches, he touch pride. <laughs> he scratch pride and he calls me humble, 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 humble. He humbles me. And then when I find something like that, I say, Lord, here am I available. Try me and search me and seize in me. So I would love to ask you guys to stand on your feet. And then if there is somewhere you want God to, to invest, to, to, to search, to examine you, and then if there is something you want to tell the Lord, and then if there is anywhere you need the help of prayer, if you need the help for prayer, if you need a lay hand of the pastor is available, and I'm here, and also anyone is here to help. And then if you feel that there is an area you want to correct, and then if you feel there is any kind of sickness, any kind of illness you have, you need the, lay, the, the hand of the servant of God to lay hand on you, this is a time. To just to be in your draw, in your draw. And then if you find something, if you need to receive the Lord also, it's a time also. This is a time. If you need to receive the Lord as the King, as the Savior, just say uh, thank you. And then if you have received the Lord as the King and Savior, you will say, I surrender all my whole being to you, Lord. Just use surrender. And then the other, use thank you. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. You are Alpha. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, Lord. You are to be praised. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for this time, Lord. And Lord, search us. Examine all of us, Lord. Your words say you can even judge our thoughts. <laughs> Your word is a sharp. <laughs> it can penetrate in each individual. It can separate the emotion and the spirit. Your word is able. Your word is able to help to clean. Lord, for those who are saying thank you, we say thank you with them for this gift of a salvation. And Lord, we are saying thank you for them. If you feel you want to receive the Lord, you are here in this room, you want to go home without receiving him, this is no opportunity. This is your time. This is the time for anyone who wants. The Lord is here. He's available and ready to receive you. Or you can come close to Pastor Danny or Pastor. You can come to them after the service and let them know. And then for those who have been with 
the salvation in them, they may say, oh Lord, we surrender to you. And those who are sick, maybe I might see the hands, we can pray for them. Those who need their prayer, they may raise their hands. Thank you. Thank you. Let's pray for, Lord, I pray for my brother and my sister who are not feeling well. You know them in and out. You know where he's not good. You know where the problem is. But Jesus, you are the healer. That kind of a sickness, you have been beaten on that. You have been healed that sickness. We ask the healing. We have that power. The power is in you, Lord. The power is in you. We believe. We trust you, Lord. You can touch and change and heal the life. And then you can have a good health, Lord. We pray for brother and sister where they are. Those who are not feeling well. Those who are not, things are not going well. You know them more than I can know. You know them because you formed them. You have created them. You know where they are born. You know where they are now. You can change the situation. In Jesus' name I pray. And thank you. Thank you. Let us, all of us, put our hands together for the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. May God bless you.